What's going on, everyone? I'm Mackenzie Ingram. This is Everything In Between. And in this episode, I want to talk about speaking to your mountains. So last week, we talked about being okay with not being okay. And I stand by that. I believe in that. I believe feel what you feel, be where you are, embrace where you are. But we can't stay there, right? We don't want to always not be okay. So in this episode, I want to talk about speaking to your mountains, speaking to your problems in your life and reminding you and encouraging you that you have the authority to cast those babies down. So I know for me and my faith, sometimes I forget the authority that I have through Christ to speak to certain things. And what I mean is that if you have a problem or a situation or something going on in your life, you have the authority, the power to speak to it and it'll move. And so I kind of want to dive into scripture today and really break down Mark 11, 23 through 24, I believe, um, and kind of go through what I think it's saying to us and how to actually put this into practice. So it says, for truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass. He will have whatever he says. So the beginning of this verse, this is Jesus speaking. It says, he says, for truly, I say to you, whoever says Jesus doesn't say whoever prays to this mountain, whoever talks about this mountain, whoever complains about this mountain. He says whoever says to this mountain. So when you're saying something, you're using words. And I think, and I know definitely for myself, I forget how powerful our words are. It says in Proverbs 18, 21, the tongue has the power of life and death. That's some powerful stuff. And so we have to understand the power of our words. If we sit and say, oh, I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm sad, you're going to be sad. If we sit and say, oh, our marriage or my relationship isn't going to make it out, nine times out of 10, it's probably not. Yes, you can pray to God and pray for help and pray for strength, but sometimes we have to take that authority that we know we have and put it into practice. The second part of this verse says, it says, for truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be thrown into the sea. You are saying that that's a, that's authority. Be removed and be thrown into the sea. You are saying words of authority and to understand the authority that you have. I think it's important to understand who you are in Christ. It says that we are the body of Christ, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in us. That's in Ephesians 1, 19 through 20. It says, I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. So that's the power that we have. That same power that raised, that raised Christ from the dead, that's the power that lives within us. And some people are like, there's no way that's not true. Okay, we can go to Mark 16, 14 through 20-ish, kind of given a background here. This is the resurrection. This is when Christ was raised from the dead. Mary saw him 
She went back, told the disciples they didn't believe her. Jesus also appeared to two other people. They came back, told people no one believed them. So later it says in verse 14, later he appeared, he, Jesus, appeared to the 11 disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. And then he told them, go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes will be baptized. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. This is the good stuff right here, y'all. Verse 17. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety and they will, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. That is the power that we have. And for those that are still on, still on the edge and still don't believe me, let's go to Luke 10. This is when Jesus had 72 disciples. He sent them out, instructed them on what to do, how to do it, all these different things. In Luke 10 verse 17 through 19, it says, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Jesus said, yes, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. That's the authority that we have. And that's the authority that you have to believe and know that you have because Christ lives through you. The last part of this verse, it says, For truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, will have whatever he says. That's faith, y'all. That's having faith. That's believing that what we say will come to pass. It says in Hebrews eleven six. It is, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So if you're believing in Christ, if you believe in him, you believe in he, that he exists, you believe in his word and his word does not lie. And his word says that we can lay hands on the sick and heal them. We can walk among scorpions and snakes and they won't injure us. That the demons obey us when we use his name. That's the authority that we have. There's a story in the Bible that I like, and I think it's a good representation of this. It's in Mark 11. This is when Jesus and the disciples were leaving Bethany. Jesus was hungry. He saw a fig tree out in the distance and went to go see if there was any fruit on it. And there, and there wasn't. So he said to this tree, this is verse 14, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him say it. Then they got to Jerusalem and people were acting crazy. So Jesus was out there flipping tables and letting people know they need to get it together. So on their way back, I believe, um, Peter saw the fig tree. And this is in verse 21. He said, it said, Peter, Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the pig, the pig, (laughs) The fig tree you cursed has withered. And in some translations, it says it has withered from the roots. And I love this because if you go back to when Jesus said 
to the tree, may no one eat fruit from you again. It didn't instantly fall. It didn't instantly wither. It started at the roots. And so sometimes when you're speaking to these mountains, whatever they are, family, jobs, money, relationships, doubt, fear, whatever it is, you have to continue to speak to that and believe that it will fall. It might not happen after one day. It might not happen after one week or one month or even one year. But if you keep pressing, if you if you keep speaking and believing and not backing down, it'll move. Now, I was also thinking about the mountains in my life. And the mountains in my life are going to be different than yours and yours different from mine. But I think a lot of the mountains in my life come from the thoughts that the enemy places in my head and essentially they're man-made mountains. I don't I don't always do the best job at rebuking the enemy. And that's what I want to talk about here is we have that authority to speak to situations and make them move, but we also have the authority to rebuke the enemy. Because a lot of us have man-made mountains in our lives of fear and it, and it says in second Timothy that we're not supposed to fear. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but let's be real. Some of us fear. It says that we can speak back in the verse that said, even the demons obey us. The enemy is such a scammer, such a snake that he will find ways to get to you. And so for me, that's my thoughts. And that's that's really for a lot of people. He will attack your thoughts because if he can get you thinking those things, he knows that he can probably get you to believe those things. He wants you to believe those lies and those thoughts, but you have to be strong enough and stay on guard and remember, no, I have the authority to rebuke you. My pastor said something so good this past Sunday. He said, you're not stronger than you think you are. You're only as strong as you believe you are. And I think sometimes we're like, no, I'm, I'm stronger than I think I am. Oh, okay, but do you, do you even think that you're strong? Like, oh no, Mackenzie, I'm stronger than I think I am. Okay, well, last Tuesday, you were just talking about how weak you are. No, you're only as strong as you believe you are. And so for me, at least, sometimes I don't believe that I'm strong. And in those moments, I let the enemy win. I've done such a better job now with rebuking those thoughts and taking them captive. That's what it says in the Bible to take your thoughts captive. But there's some days where I don't. And that's what the enemy wants. Those that are watching, you see me reading off my computer a lot because I have so many notes because this is so good. But my pastor, Pastor Miles Rutherford um, of Worship with Wonders, he said something so good about the enemy this past Sunday. So I literally wrote it down word for word. He said, let me find it because I don't want to miss this. He said, the enemy's job is to not trip you up in your flesh, but in your mind. Make them think smaller about themselves than they really are. The enemy knows how great you are. That's not the issue. The challenge is, do you know how great you are as the body of Christ? Do you know how much authority is inside of you because of the blood of Jesus Christ? Do you know how much power you have through the name of Jesus? Do you know if you say the name of Jesus, it's the same as Jesus saying it himself? That's how much power is in the name of Jesus. And that's how much power is inside of you. 
that's only the power. So end quote, <laughs> um, but that was so good. But it also reminded me of like, only if you believe that you're only as strong as you think you are. When I look at my mountains, which essentially in my life right now is just the devil and the plant and the thoughts that he plants in my, in my life, in my mind, I start to speak to them. And some people might like, Oh, that's crazy girl, but it works y'all. It works. I speak to him. Sometimes you have to call him out on what he is. Okay. I know that thought was like a thought of comparison. I rebuke you leave, get out of my mind. Devil, you have no room here. I have the authority over you. You have to get out. Spirit of fear, spirit of doubt, spirit of whatever it is, lust, obsession, addiction. You have no room here. That's what I say. These are just some practical things that I want to share with you guys. Sometimes, and y'all might think I'm real crazy for this, but my friend told me her mom does this. I open doors, like my front door, my back door, my windows. If I'm in my car, I roll all my windows down and I say, enemy, get out. Like you have to get out. Sometimes y'all, I walk around and I just stomp a little bit harder so I can trample on him. Let him know that he is, he has no authority because he has to listen to you. He doesn't have authority over God. He has to listen to God. So he has to listen to you. So to wrap this up, be careful of the words that you speak. They are so much more powerful than you think. Know the authority that you have by understanding who you are in Christ. And you have the same authority and power that he has. Speak to your problems in the natural. Literally speak to them. Directly call them out. Whatever it is, financial, addiction, health, marriage, family issues. Speak about it. Sometimes I even try to find a verse that I can have in my mind or I write it down and put it in my wallet so that I can pull it out and use it to speak against whatever I'm facing. Believe and have and have faith. Even if it takes longer than you want it to, don't stop. Don't be discouraged. Don't let the enemy win. Fight the good fight and speak your mountains down. Yes, it is okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this day. I thank you for just pouring through me and that I pray that the right ears hear this, that their spirits are lifted, God, that they know that through you, they have the power to speak to a mountain and cast it down. They have the power to rebuke any thoughts that the devil puts into their mind, God. May they remember this daily. May you cover them with strength and comfort in knowing that you are with them, but that you also give them that authority and power, the same authority and power that raised Christ from the dead. God, we love you. We thank you and we trust you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.